0: Hello, hello, and welcome to your favorite podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. As usual, I'm your host, your fifth or sixth, fourth, fifth favorite podcaster, Kevin, and I have two amazing gentlemen with me today. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and say hi, Pat?
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And Mike? Mike? Nice. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> nice. Hey, I, I meant to. I didn't even mention to you about your uh, background. It's uh, after all the options you showed me. The last thing I would be, I thought I'd be seeing in your background was a brick wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Marcus and I built it Friday. <laughs> uh, it's there because I'm having some issues with my computer and uploading the pictures I want.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay. So you're you're going to you want to change it. It's just that's what is default on this or whatever, right?
2: Yeah. The Saturday yeah. short show, I think we're going to stick with the brick wall, but okay. uh, for this I would prefer to have something different.
0: Yeah. Um I meant to tell you too that uh your shat- your Saturday short show, first yeah. of all, <laughs> I love the I love the name. Thank you. And then uh second of all, I thought you did a uh, a grand job this week. It definitely, like we talked about last week, it helped having a sidekick,
2: you know. Yeah, and yeah. he was he was good comic relief for you, like you said. He was. We we noodled that name through right before we went live.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Um, th- w- was that blanket he was trying to make himself invisible with? Mm-hmm. Green. Yes. Okay. Yeah because it kind of worked and kind of didn't
2: yeah it's not the perfect green it was a lighter green
0: Um, okay maybe that was the problem it's got to be the same green as whatever you're using as the green screen behind you okay yeah
2: and we yeah we had numerous we had uh uh poncho liners because those are different greens we're trying different poncho liners different blankets it was a whole ordeal so i'm glad that it worked the way it did
3: yeah
0: yeah okay Yeah, that that, and then it was funny that the one book cover you were showing was green as well.
3: Yeah,
0: you know it was funny, but obviously that was uh, bad luck on 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 your part there. Yeah, yeah, because you couldn't see the cover.
2: Right, we noticed that right right when we were getting ready to start. Right, right.
0: Need, need to pre-think about those cover colors you pick, I guess. Right. So now you, now that's another factor you have to decide on what we're going to list on eBay.
2: Yeah, so we'll what? never see a green lantern, a green arrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe we will. You never know. It might be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's true.
0: But at least, you know, maybe they'll just be, we'll still sell them, but they'll be shortened uh, as far as time you'll see them on the Saturday short yeah. show. Right. Saturday's short <laughs> show. That's what makes it even funnier as you, uh, as you say it. When you think of the whole uh, green screen thing, I don't know how I'm going to work it here, which I definitely want to.
2: Yeah, well, I'm in a completely different room of the house because it wasn't going to work where I was previously. Down in the library, I had to move.
0: But they have like those old projectors, like from when we were kids that, you know, fold up and then go yeah, down. Probably. put them up and then you raise them, right? I mean,
2: probably, yeah.
0: Yeah, i want to get that's what i was thinking about getting yeah. what do you think patrick are you gonna are you gonna go that direction or are we just gonna see your uh set your collection behind you all the time which i'm fine with either way i'm just what, what do yeah. you think
1: i kind of i am fine with that too i kind of keep it that way i just gotta take care of this area a little <laughs> <Right here. laughs>
0: maybe situate yourself to just turn sit the like camera here. just a little bit <laughs> that's what i did i literally just turned the camera right before we started because of this little shadow right there, mm-hmm. I was sitting just to the left and it was making me look like my hair was weird.
2: <laughs> Come when right. When I was
0: over here. So I shifted the camera just so it wouldn't be... get <laughs> Anyway, um, so to the show, uh, I know we said we want to start this week with Mark and Little uh, little Avengers and X-Men.
2: Yeah, we're Is probably going to that's, we're gonna have to pass
0: okay that's still not happening
2: okay (laughs) yeah i feel bad because uh i know we we had a lot of time for him um but it doesn't it meant that valor probably didn't prepare anything or Ayla or anybody else so i'm sorry about that but uh so if valor or or somebody wants to jump in next week um that's okay because he's read uh, the books but i keep saying like you gotta read them again and uh he hasn't read them again
0: (laughs) You know, and obviously, I'm, we can all relate. I never, I never put my eggs in one basket based on kids. So right. you know, that's whatever happens or doesn't happen, I'm fine with. And it can be a last minute thing too. We cannot have yeah. it planned at all, and then it happens. Whatever, either way. Yeah. So oh. then I'm going to, without further ado, see if I can do this without it huh, uh, being just,
2: too much of. Uh, sorry, what? I realized, what? I just realized my cup is green. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Watch me drink You have coffee. more green <laughs> in your
0: house than you're aware of. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, so I hope that's you guys can it. hear this. This will this will basically take us into, without Mark being the first subject of the show, take us into the
2: first subject of the show. Here we go.
0: Sorry, sing and dance while I'm doing this.
2: Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <clears throat> but I, I, I'm, I, I think I know. My next podcast... I will be caught up. If I have to stay up late after the whole rest of the house has gone to bed, I'll okay, I watch it. Did you hear that? Ah, oh, something wrong with my. <laughs> <have> I, <laughs> I did hear that. Nice. Yeah. I told you. I, I told you I'd get it. There it was. There's this movie on. Oh my god! These uh, days. <laughs> it's, it's called no exit it's on hulu it's about this girl that gets stuck at snowed in at a rest I, stop
0: hold on a second i thought since you asked me a star wars question yesterday i did there's my
2: notes i'm kidding
0: <laughs> i hope you don't assume i can read those notes from
2: here that's why yeah i can't i can I have freaking binoculars on right now I'm right it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So, I just wish somebody would have told me how awesome the last three episodes were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, well. Okay. So obviously we're talking about the book of Boba Fett. I don't even. Want, let's not talk about episode seven first until we hear Mike's chiming in from whatever he wants to say about the episodes prior to that. Sound like a good plan, Pat? So yeah. Fair. Three, three,
1: six. Let's hear it, Mike.
2: All right, Mike. Go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not going to be big in detail. Cad Bane is awesome, but everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, and uh, when whenever he came, you know, on the screen, it was, you know, they did it just like the old Westerns, and I just loved it. thought it was really cool. Right. Um, yeah, up until the last three were the best ones. I was just bored kind of watching the previous ones. But, you know, you get Mando... Um, and then Pelimoto, I think, is hilarious. So seeing her was great, especially the... the. We'll talk about that in episode seven. Um, and with Grogu, that was great. Um, so we enjoyed it. And then, of course, with those characters in there, um, my wife and Marcus both were interested in watching it with me. So those are the only episodes they wanted to watch. <laughs> so it's more fun when you're watching it with someone.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Uh, okay, so then I'll... I'll kind of interview you to ask a couple other things that uh, I, I want to hear covered that you didn't mention. So first of all, what's your whole take on Boba Fett, you know, obviously escaping the Sarlacc pit and then kind of becoming one with the
2: Tusken Raiders. what did you think of that? Do you like that? Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, it, You know, and, and that, that was important. Um, because that training and him living there is what allowed him to do what he did at the end of episode seven. You yeah, know, uh, when Yeah, he that's true.
0: There. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even really think about that too much uh, regarding episode connecting it to, with episode seven too much. So that's good. Yep. And then what's your take on you. the, the lack of Boba Fett in five and six as well?
2: it was great (laughs) (laughs) not the episodes we all agree the episodes (laughs) is great right um but you kind of I think I think it was I can kind of see the complaints because it's it's the book of Boba Fett but we needed to see how Mando got to where yeah he 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 was with Boba Fett if he just showed up like We'd be complaining that like, well, you can't just throw him in there. How did he get there? Why is he here? What's going on? So I think it was important. And then, you know, it's something that you don't just want to gloss over. So I think they really went and put a lot of effort into telling that part of the story.
0: So you're forgiving the fact that they did it poorly by not having Boba Fett in there at all, by the fact that, Bob, that Mando was in there and what what was in there with Mando was done so well, it's okay with you.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: you want to go to the dark side cool got it anyway i'm just kidding
2: (laughs) (laughs) i can't i can't remember what that saber is that he has the dark Dark saber or whatever yeah yeah yeah. that thing is ridiculous
0: yeah it is very cool
2: yeah yeah so that was awesome
0: (laughs) excuse me so okay so then on to episode seven so now you finished everything, right, Mike? You're not only caught up, but... why? Well, I, I guess technically being caught up would be finished now. Yeah, you know, yeah, I would
2: say so. yeah. okay. It's
0: all done. So, so Pat, what did you think of... Uh, uh, what do you have to say about Episode 7, specifically?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a good wrap-up, I think. Uh, there were some hit-or-miss moments. I, I'll back up to the end of... What, 6? When they... cliff Cliffhanger ending with Luke. Uh, his, his sort mm. of uh, questionable choices he gave Grogu and it was kind of funny I just mentioned that Valor you know he's like Valor's like what do you what do you think he's Grogu's gonna pick and I said well I think there's a reason there's like a bubble cockpit on Mando's ship so yeah, I'm yeah. Sure what's gonna happen there um yeah but yeah moving on to the to the last episode uh there were some great moments uh of course the I think one of the biggest ones was the the rancor which we kind of knew was gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Kind of a, also a great throwback to, you know, sort of Boba <laughs> riding the the beast in the the yeah. Star Wars Holiday Special, which was kind yeah. of cool. Uh, it was very uh, cool. Yep. Uh You know that was very uh, you know sort of like King Kongish. I thought. Yeah, I totally. Great, yep. Yep. <laughs> great, great special effects. I thought for the Rancor. I um, oh, mean, I wanted I wanted that
0: for you to meant to be the one to mention the King Kong thing because that's what I was didn't want to spoil for. Mike, because uh, you know, I think I always think of Mike being the nice Mike, good, nice, because <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I yelled it out. I'm like, this is so much like King Kong,
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike just showed his notes for all the listeners that can't see it. Mike just showed his notes, he was uh totally prepared for that part of the conversation, too. But anyway,
1: sorry, sorry, Pat, continue. No, that's fine. Uh, but, that, it, but the one thing I will say is is the whole the overall firefight I thought was kind of weird, you know, it sort yeah, of. We, sort of reminded me of the the, the uh, speeder bike chase scene all yeah. over again. Um, just hokey. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. seem to, Yeah. Just, and it wasn't you know, done
0: well. They kept... My my biggest thing, just to chime on to that before you go further, is, you know, if you're a fi- in a firefight that's not having any effect whatsoever, you, you basically would stop and come up with a new idea and a plan and do it, which obviously they eventually did, but... You right. know, they just kept... They, I felt like there was like... It probably wasn't that long, but I felt like it was probably like 10 minutes of just them shooting at the shield when they know it's not having any effect whatsoever. I'm like, why are you still shooting, you know?
2: Yeah,
1: we felt hey, the same I, way. And he, uh, tell me this, Kevin. I I always thought like those those uh, energy shields were... You could... They were just protecting the from energy. I thought physical objects could get through.
0: Yeah, that's what I... I was going to say that too. When he couldn't get through it, that was totally not the way Star Wars has always been too. They were able to just kind of go through it. I mean, the biggest time you see that uh, is in uh, uh, the Clone Wars movie cartoon. They just walked right through it. and uh, But then they addressed that, I think, in episode one. You know, so yeah, it's always given us the impression that those bubble shield things, you could. Just go through it. It just, like you said, protects it from the lasers and incoming right. fire and other ways, you know. So the, the I don't know why they changed that up, but I guess I guess they had to. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, right. Well, obviously, it was an upgrade with the size of it. I'd never seen one, obviously, that huge before anyway. So maybe, maybe that's part of the excuse we can give it as well. And I'm all about giving them excuses for doing something different. So.
2: Yeah, for you to, yeah, talk me into liking it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Chelsea had to mention, too, that during the firefight, they showed one of the street vendors in the midst of this huge firefight, there's a vendor still selling his wares, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And another uh, firefight sequence that I thought was pretty hokey. And, you know, I know they were doing it to kind of to make Mando and Boba have this, you know, kind of teamwork cool moment. When they both got shot from above behind, and they both simultaneously turned around and boom, 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 they shot him, which was fine. That was cool. But I thought it got hokey when the entire time the guy is slowly falling out of the air to the ground, they keep shooting him. Like, you know, like yeah. they wanted to represent how good of a shot Mando and Bobo are all of a sudden. But that guy got shot like 150 times after I would have assumed he was dead from the first shot. You know, it's like, why are you still doing that?
2: Yeah, because the fall is going to take him out if the shot didn't. Yeah, and
0: then even if the shot didn't, he's going to die from the fall. But they had (laughs) to shoot him 100 times down. It was kind of kooky, you know,
1: anyway. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. You know, and I I do have to mention one thing. I'm I'm, I'm fearing my brother. If you remember back podcasts, a few podcasts back, we talked about the biggest sticking point my brother had was Jin's disappearing jetpack back in The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. right. And so, sure enough, Boba fires his rocket and it, he doesn't have a rocket for a few scenes and then all of a sudden he's got he's a rocket, rocket. rocket.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I guess, I, you know, I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because, you know, I'm on this editing journey right now. You know, I finally got our Thursday podcast up or the Thursday live screen or live stream edited and up as a podcast yesterday because, man, editing is agonizing for, for the best way to do. So, you know, I, I can't, I've started to, I have this newfound respect for the editing process that... You know, before a couple weeks ago, I would just be 100% on board. Yeah, what are what, these idiots in the editing department can't notice that stuff and, you know, fix it and that kind of thing shouldn't happen? Or all the other little silly things we've seen in all the movies over the years, you know, that they've done wrong, you know, and we're kind of bashing them or whatever. But like I said, now that I... And, and obviously my editing journey is like here, you know. But the editing is agonizing. And, and then... Concerned. on top. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, time consuming. And then on top of it, even when I think I got it, I just nailed it. And then as the, you know, then the, then the proof listen for a lack of a better way of describing, you know, then I listen to it again. I'm like, man, how did I miss that? You know, I could have swore I got it all, you know? So then I, I make the decision to either be like, nah, that's fine. Or go through the whole agonizing process again, you know? So anyway, but so yeah, so that was, that was, that was funny, but I'm, I'm good with it. So anyway,
1: anyway, continue. I think, you know, that's pretty much all I had. The, the, the only, the other thing we talked about the dark saber, I'm not sure where, you know, going back to episode six, where all of a sudden there was this, uh, you know, some kind of things stuffed in there about, you know, how he's having trouble wielding the dark saber
0: Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's true. I forgot that, about was, that, yeah. Was
1: that ever a thing before? I don't think it was. I've never heard about it before, yeah. I'm not um, sure why they needed that, but... Yeah. Again, here we are. We're, we're nitpicking very minor things overall. Yeah, yeah. It overall, was a great episode, yeah. yeah. it was a great episode. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so the
0: only thing I want to add on to it as well is I was really shocked that they killed Cad Bane. I, I thought Cad Bane <laughs> being there and everybody loving him so much, it was going to be like... Kind of like the Clone Wars cartoon, he you know, he was a big part of the Clone Wars cartoon after his appearance. And, and even when he'd go a few episodes without coming back, he'd I mean, without being in it, then he'd come back and they'd keep reusing him, which was great every time. Arguably every time he showed up and they did more with him, it was better. You know, so I was expecting the same thing with whether it be Book of Boba Fett continuations or put him in any other you know, live action Disney Star Wars show that they're going to have in the future, yeah. but they killed him. I mean, <laughs> so I was like, what?
2: Yeah. You know? <laughs> with I, I agree with that. Uh, but one thing I think they're allowing for is they can go back and tell older stories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, yeah. so that that's the only out for it. But yeah. yeah. And, and
1: well, and I, I've also heard a lot of people commenting that, you know, is he dead because he had like a little light on his vest Blinking or no, something. No, that's true. That's always a oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that also brings up a point. I hated how he looked stiff as a board when he was lying on the ground. Did you notice yeah. that? His like his like neck, his his head didn't go back against the ground. It was like just stiff, you know. Oh, I didn't notice odd-looking. that. You're talk-
0: yeah, I didn't notice that. But I thought you were gonna say yeah. about uh, it was kind of again, just kind of seemed a little off with the way they had Boba Fett when he beat him you know, before he killed him and he beat him down. He got his helmet off and Cad Bane's so fast uh, in all other sequences we see him. But then Boba Fett still has time to pull off what he pulled off to kill Cad Bane. And, you know, that the way that kind of sequence played out was a little, just a little off again, you know,
1: nitpicking. But, you know, it it was the whole thing of circling back around and, you know, finishing him off with the gaffy stick, I think. You know, yeah, yeah work they work. needed to have it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So, yeah, overall, then I give I still can only give Book of Boba Fett the whole season, like maybe a seven because of my bitterness of leaving Boba Fett out in essence for two episodes. And then the better parts being mostly because of the Mandalorian as opposed to him, maybe even a six. I don't know. What do you guys, you know, on a one to 10 scale, what do you give the season?
2: The season? I would say, I would say an eight. I mean, I I see where you're coming from because Boba Fett's your favorite character. So yeah, yeah, you're going to want to see as much of them as you can. Um, But yeah, I think an eight, eight and a half. I enjoyed it. Nice. What
0: do you think, Pat?
1: Yeah, I I jumped right to an eight too. I I just, so Kevin, do you think your whole mindset would change if they just would have marketed it differently?
0: Yeah. The things you were mentioning in the other podcast that, yeah. If they would have kind of set it up that way, whether it be a shorter book above yeah. that season. And then, you know, yeah. If they would have done it differently, it probably wouldn't have affected me as much either. It was like you said, it was kind of a bait and switch thing yeah. for a couple episodes yeah. there. Like, you know, it all came back around with seven as well with, you know, obviously Boba being a big part of it, making me happy again, which, Partially made me even angrier at five and six, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, it, you know, yeah, if they would have marketed it differently, it probably would have. it yeah. hey,
2: did. You Again, guys, I
0: just need an excuse to forgive.
2: What <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know? well, did you see? Uh, it was one of the funniest parts when uh, Pelimoto showed up and Amanda was on the back of that little carriage thing and they crashed and her tooth went. <laughs> yeah holy cow! we're laughing so hard at that (laughs) yeah we
0: didn't even mention that sequence either yeah that was uh that was very funny with her coming in yeah Yeah. which i don't mind her she seems doesn't she kind of seem like the whatever you want to call it jar jar binks kind of ewoks effect of the show she needs to be this hokey non-serious player that is a part of the mix but nobody takes her seriously kind
2: of right she's like
0: that character you know yeah she's
2: like the comic relief of it but uh yeah not as annoying as the other two that you referenced yeah she's great too you know no. amy
1: sedaris i've liked i've liked her for a long time my wife is actually a big fan too she's she seems like she's an actress that sort of got her break a little too late in life but she's she's extremely funny um what else and, has she been um, in what
0: i was glad they used Say it again, I'm sorry. You're breaking up, Pat.
1: I'm not sure where we were at there. Can
0: can you hear me, Pat? Um, Go ahead. I I didn't hear what you said I've seen her in. What else have I seen her in? I don't really know her. Her No.
1: I I don't know. She was in Elf. That's what my wife uh, recognized ELF. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, she's, you know, she was in a series called Strangers with Candy. I've never seen that one. Yep.
2: Damn it. We'll just roll with it. Okay. Well, I'd so to, I'd hate to be the editor of this show. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so did either of you guys uh, have an idea for uh, another topic before? I've got another couple ideas. Um, or do you want to go into the uh, the kind of regular? Uh, Episode things we talk about, or uh, did you have any other things in particular you want to talk
2: about? Uh, we'll let you go first, Mike. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to throw out there that um, the Fairfax Comic Con is this coming Saturday. It's at the. It's in Dulles. my notes. Yep, yep. that's it's good. Check that one off. Dallas Expo Center from ten thirty to four thirty, and I know nice. uh, we're going to be there. I think it's only ten bucks to get in
0: yeah i didn't see how much it was but uh yeah that's awesome
2: so and it's uh everybody has to wear a mask no matter what really yeah
0: even though they they even came down with the prince William public
2: schools now no one has to wear a mask right yeah i just looked at it yesterday to see what they were saying about it and it's still posted that everybody has to wear a mask
0: well it is what it is yeah if, if you hey, uh, since since you're talking about that right now, too, and this is this uh, we'll get into this whenever we talk about uh, what we got this week. I found something just kind of cool and coincidentally, and it wasn't long after you mentioned or you asked me, Mike, or reminded me about the, the Comic-Con being this next weekend. Uh, I was at McKay's. I found this. Avengers Forever number one. Yeah, that's the cover of the Comic-Con. Put that up again,
2: Jesse. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see? Nice. <laughs> that's funny.
0: And yeah, so that was that was kind of cool. I, I had to grab it, of course. I thought it was kind of a fate thing telling me, hey, you need to grab this. <clears throat> yeah.
2: Yeah, the problem with that store <laughs> that I've noticed is uh, they're kind of pricing all their books a little bit.
0: Yeah, know, I definitely noticed that as well, definitely. Yeah. Quarter
2: bin's gone. Be lucky, you know, there's some ninety-nine cent books in there, some eighty-five cent books, but starting to see a lot of three dollar books, six dollars yeah. and ten dollars and
0: yeah, ten dollar books. That's a lot of that. Pretty much everything I wanted. to turn it over is ten bucks. I was like, right, well, can pass on that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, it might be worth it might be a ten dollar book. I'm not looking for that book for ten dollars. I'm looking for that book for ninety nine cents.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had uh I had that same experience yesterday at, at a flea market. I this lady, first of all, she had a $30 sticker on a book that it was a book that's probably worth 30 bucks if it was a 9.8 in a CGC, you know, no, even if it wasn't in a CGC case, if it was just a 9.8. It's probably a $30 book. Yeah. But it was all banged up. She literally had it in a Ziploc bag. Oh. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, and chilling in a bunch of boxes with a bunch of books and Ziploc bags, no boards. Yeah. Spine is just d- 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 more ticks than non tick areas, you know? Yeah. A couple creases across the, cou- all the, everything, the whole joint. And she wants full price for it. And uh, it was funny, too. I'll just tell this story now, too. I offered her five.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I actually said to her, I said, hey, listen, I don't want to insult you, but, you know, I figure might as well just take a chance because I don't know how, when the last time she actually looked at it or if she even marked it, you know? Right. Yeah. So I said, would you take five bucks for this? And, uh, and she's like, uh, I don't know, $30 book. Uh, the lowest I could go is 20. Huh. And then I started to talk to her about it, but then she wasn't having it. She's like, yeah, that, that's all okay. If, if I don't, if I don't sell this, I, my, my nephew loves Star Wars. I'll just, it was a Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was eight. But anyway, um, she said, I'll just give it to my nephew. And I was like, yeah. wait, if you don't care about it at all why not just sell for five bucks but right. if you do care about it you know anyway so and and i was just so anyway i was just like whatever and i started to walk away and i thought she was fine but she was obviously rubbed the wrong way because i got like two rooms away from her or two areas of sellers away from her and she yelled she's like you know i'll find somebody that wants to pay what i'm asking like really loud like way far away i was just like, <laughs>
2: I mean, good you know, luck to her know. if she does. But in yeah, the real exactly world, I said to
0: her. Yep.
2: you know, it's somebody selling something. They don't know what they have. It's it's, yeah. that, it's the way you, you describe it. It sounds like it's a $5 book, not a $30 yeah. book.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So.
0: So, anyway, yeah, fair, we got off track there. But, yeah, Fairfax Comic Con. So we'll be there. Uh, and I was actually yep. thinking, uh, kind of already pre-thinking about what we've talked about in the past, where we could have, uh, you know, record some things while we're there and then yeah. add it to this when yeah, we're talking about it. That'll that'll be a cool experience. You know. Yep. Hey Pat. All right, Patrick's back. Can we can you hear us on time and test yourself so we can hear you on time?
1: You just finished up right there.
0: Boom. Welcome Whatever back. you did worked.
2: <laughs> yeah. Probably threw that, threw that through that computer yeah. out the window and got a different one, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> So perfect timing too uh, me and me and mike were just finishing up what he wanted to chime in on did you have something you wanted to chime in on in particular
1: uh i don't think i had anything now off, off topic that i can recall okay. So we we'll just roll with the topics we were going to discuss okay yeah, I had,
2: can i throw one more thing out yeah yeah definitely <laughs> this is something i noticed on wednesday and i was really surprised about it um, i was at the store at 10 30. they've been open for a half an hour and there were a ton of books that weren't even on the shelf. So either they uh, didn't order enough or they only ordered to to pull lists. But, I mean, there are books like Berserker, number 7, Department of Truth, um, Saga, 56, not, not a single one on there, Strange Academy, 16. Now, that one, I imagine maybe after they ordered, people started adding it to their list. Um, Super Massive, number 1, M- Miles Morales, 35. Uh, Ghost Rider, number one, and uh, High Republic Adventures, number 13, which that series only has one more issue. I was just surprised that a half an hour open and those books weren't even on the shelf.
0: Did you ask no. our man Troy what was going on?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> because <I've been> like <laughs> the books that I wanted were on my pool list. <laughs> oh. so, and it's something that didn't dawn on me until later on, when i found super massive at, at a different store and i oh, thought,
3: oh,
0: okay. and that's
2: what got me thinking i was like you know half oh, these okay. books weren't even on the shelf and and uh that's disappointing you know they weren't just all independent you know odd books yeah, yeah.
0: so I yeah know. this it seems like there must be some kind of reason yeah if i would have I, I don't know if you didn't notice didn't think of it while you were there i probably wouldn't have but i didn't even make it up to get the new books this week because i was just there on yeah last saturday getting last week so you know i might have to get into some kind of saturday cycle anyway you know as opposed to going every wednesday since i'm trying
2: to not get as much as i you know yeah
0: trying to cut down anyway so
2: it it makes it easier that you're not picking as many books off the wall because they're not there by saturday
0: (laughs) (laughs) right exactly exactly it makes that easier yeah um so, so what I wanted to ask you guys, and this kind of goes with the whole flea market story I just told too, uh, that's kind of a, a not a regular topic, is um, what is the worst condition that you'll buy a book for? Now, before you say anything, I know the answer is going to start with, well, it depends. Okay, so I know if you find an action comics, it could be in half, and you're, you're you'll pay for it if it's what you can afford, whatever, but I'm talking about, you know, nothing super special, just what your, what your typical standard is as to what you'd even grab out of, let's say a quarter bin or obviously a dollar bin being more common, you know, what's the worst kind of condition you'd, uh, you'd, you'd pick up a book in and kind of simplify it too, with not trying to go in with the, you know, a seven, or a fine or whatever kind of describe what's what you couldn't take or what you can you know i can i can start if if you guys would like but uh yeah i (laughs) so i actually fell to my standard yesterday if if we would have asked if someone else would have asked this question a couple days ago i'd have been like got nothing i'll grab it if i want the book i'll just take it but there was a long shot number six. That's a, a, a six issue limited series. The long shot limited series. Mm-hmm. That's Art, Ad, Art Adams, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Sentient Art Adams.
0: Yeah. Um, and number six was there. And right now, I think I have two and three. So I needed it. But yeah, it was like the bottom half was like bent up, you know, where I could fold it down. But it's still <laughs> like, you know, and then... It was like the star wars book i was describing it was more spine ticks with color break than there was color on the spine you know and then in the top uh of the cover too it had a little like a little nick taken out of it and then the back was just dirty as all get out and it was weird too because it wasn't it was like stain it wasn't anything dirty that i could feel you know so anyway i was just like yeah and and she only wanted i think it was she wanted two bucks you know. She needs um, to talk
2: to that other lady down the way. (laughs) No, it was the same lady. Oh,
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But she had the ones, It was this is funny too, the ones in the Ziploc bag were priced. Right. But the ones not in Ziploc bags were $2. So it was a ridiculous spot to begin with. But anyway, so that was the only one I was interested that wasn't in a Ziploc bag. Um, But I, yeah, I couldn't do it. Because like I said, the back was all stained up too. And it wasn't even like the rough stain. It was just like dirty. So it was finally my my limit of you know what i'll i'll find it somewhere else right rather than getting it cheap right now for that condition you know so i finally found my spot i don't even know mike you being our kind of in-house grader right now what grade would you give that give it a number don't use the the, the adjective yeah,
2: the i mean the way you describe it 1.5 to a two okay
0: yeah so that seems like my threshold then huh is it <laughs> yeah yeah like i mean but yeah like we were talking about it depends because i'd grab if i saw 181 it was a a one i think someone posted a 0.5 amazing fantasy which the first appearance of spider-man of course 15 uh posted a 0.5 in our uh clz group that they just picked up yeah i just i, I read
2: yeah. that all day yeah, you know but. there's a book i i don't know if it was a 181 or no it was a giant size x Men number one <clears throat> and i think they had it graded but the whole top was burnt oh wow i think, I think do you remember that i put it up on the accelerator. yeah I, think, I do remember that yeah they, i'd get it graded too i mean that's <laughs> kind of in line with. <laughs> there's i think someone has uh there's an amazing spider-man one May, I don't, there's a there's a key book and they had it graded after they broke up with their girlfriend and she had written in sharpie all over the yeah cover. yeah i've seen that one yeah I, and it's, that. I mean it and that's it's i think that's gaining more uh value just because of the story behind it it's, it's right hilarious.
3: right
2: so i think yeah. it's funny but anyway back oh, to okay what
0: <laughs> so answer the question so why don't you go next pat <clears throat> what what do you expect what's the worst you'd go do you have standards low whatever high whatever uh
1: yeah it 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 would have to be something really special you know for me to to even bother with it because it's you know i'm i'm picky at the dollar bins you know so are you so
0: So it needs to kind of be new comic condition even at a dollar bin for you huh yeah because
1: I feel like sort of like you said, Kevin, I'll I'll find it eventually unless it's something really nostalgic or or important to me, then I'd pick it up. But, you know, I'd pass it, you know, it it garbage like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we have a lot of garbage in the Acceler collection because of me saying I'll take it over the years. And we just started a giveaway. Well, it was my idea. We didn't actually yeah. start doing it, but I had the idea that's like so if Mike thinks it's too bad for anybody to want, we would just kind of put it in this separate box over here. And I was like, "Mike, just throw that throw one of those in there as yeah. a bonus, you know."
2: Some and people Mike, hate that.
0: No one's going to want that piece of trash. They'll be mad at us if we do that. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's like, "I want that book. Don't don't get rid of your junk. I'm not your, <laughs> yeah. you know, not your garbage can." <laughs> right. But I have trouble You know, we could just put them in a garbage can, a literal garbage can. I have trouble throwing any comic book away because at the end of the day, there's still value in reading it. You know, it's. it's, it's, it's
0: I literally had the thought, and not joking, because I told you I wanted to go to these flea markets fairly regularly. Yeah. I literally, you know, I I reel myself back on this, but I literally had the thought for a moment you know what? Next time I head out there, I'm going to take a box of bagging boards just to bag and board these books for this lady, just to show her, <laughs> just to show her how to take care of books. One, how to take care of books. And then two, how beautiful a fresh bag and board can make them. Uh, can, yeah. you know, it can, it can hide all kinds of, you know, mm-hmm. malfeasance, whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I actually had the thought and they are in my comics. So yeah, I could totally relate to what you're saying. Not, not even being able to throw one away regardless yeah. of to the condition. You know, so okay so pat standards are pretty high i'm starting to move into the mid-grade kind of qualifications where are you
2: at mike well luckily i had a picture of mine okay i paid a dollar for this yeah i you know i rescued it that's the way i look at it um it's it's like a 15 dollar book in in uh in really good shape um i overpaid i'm sure it should have been a dime <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, that is I, a great book, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I, I got that at a uh, um, new dimension in their dollar bin. And it's just, it, it was nev- no one's ever going to buy that book. Not for a dollar. I had, yeah. and I bagged it and ordered it in a beautiful new bag and board. So right. for that, you know, my tolerance I kind of follow in line with where Patrick is on, on a lot of modern stuff. Um, obviously high. the yeah, older yeah. stuff uh, I, I tolerate more right but uh right. there are things that I'll pass on just because uh, but I kick myself on on passing on certain books um i said it's, it's almost like you know what I don't have it I'm just gonna get it in this grade because it's you know a fair price for that grade I guess yeah, like yeah. that long shot you know I may have i may have picked that one up for two bucks so I, I don't to, think so I need to know where that lady's story is. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, go get that book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure it'll probably still be there. But um, to, just to tell a funny story about this too, is we went to a flea, you know, we went to, I told you yesterday, we went out to go to a flea market in Front Royal. We ended up going to like five or six different places because we, because we kept passing places that right. were everything we expected on the way out. So we found two other flea markets and then like three antique stores. It was it was it was a lot of fun. I mean that yeah. kind of that kind of day is great. You know? Yeah,
2: downtown Front Royal has got a lot of great antique stores.
0: And it was really cold, yeah. so the flea markets were kind of a little bit of a no show to an extent because most of them most of the flea market is outside. You know, mm. obviously the inside people that are regulars are still there, so it was still good. But but that you know those places have like a couple hundred tables set up outside. You know, kind of. Uh, post tables that are you know yeah. there permanently all the time everywhere that they're like yeah come back when it's warm these will all be full and I'm like okay we'll need two days for those because you know but uh, but anyway so that one's in front Royal uh, I, I I don't remember which one though so if you ever want to go to that right. one I have to i to pull it up on
2: GPS send it to you yeah, that's right I've, I've got the lady's that. not very nice though so maybe I'll just go and say oh, overpriced. <laughs> just it's, rub it in her face <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the kind of thing with with that instance kevin like y- you have to wonder where does she come up with the two dollars for that comic you know right
0: yeah just randomly pulling yeah. numbers out of her butt and that book that book will sit there forever she probably will never sell it you know mm-hmm. not to get two more but she was an older lady she'll probably be gone before that book isn't in yeah. that box anymore you know So, yeah, it's just crazy to me. That's what me and Jesse were talking about. We actually want to do this because we didn't even know about these kind of uh, all the time posted tables that are at these flea markets. You can literally just drive up to them, park your vehicle, put a bunch of stuff on the table, and then the flea market runners come around and just collect 10 or 15 bucks, whatever it is for the day from you later. You don't even have to talk to anybody. You just go up to it and put your stuff on the tables. And like I said, there's literally hundreds of them, you know? Yeah, so it's very cool. Yeah, could totally be a last minute thing, <clears throat> which will probably happen. We're going to take like three quarters of my yeah. shed outside and right. just throw it in the back of the van and put it on the table. Yeah. I mean, some of these tables are ridiculous, too. People literally look like they were just putting stuff on there that they just got out of the trash somewhere. I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm not even exaggerating. There's some that were so ridiculous. It's like they had nothing better to do. So they wanted to pretend they needed to be there. Right. Had like six <laughs> things. Like one guy literally had eight things. And yeah. these tables are... You know, six by five, and then it's got two sides of three by threes. Mm. You know, it's really big. And this guy literally had like eight items. Wow! And like two, two of them were rusty. And incidentally, we ended up buying three. <laughs> incidentally, we ended up buying three items there. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He had these old bourbon bottles that were that are this kind of style that Jesse's looking to decorate the house in now. Yeah, and
2: we, we took we took three yes. of
0: those. Or
2: two of those actually. Two. two anyway. Wow, it sounds like a good day for that guy. <laughs> yeah, he was happy. <laughs> so
0: anyway, um, so that's a good segue us talking about our standards for buying stuff and all this buying conversation for us to get into uh what did you what'd you get this week? Mm,
2: nice.
0: So what did you what'd you get this week, Mike?
2: Uh well, I got mm. let me find my picture of it. I got this because uh It was in such beautiful condition. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, Cardi did that cover. Very nice. And I've got a picture of the back because this is an added bonus for me. And Johnny, look at that stamp on the the top.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, it's got an
2: 1109 stamp on it. Uh, I wrote down, this came out in February of 74. It has not, you know, 1109, February 74. It doesn't add up at all. You know, it's just one of those deals. They probably just put any stamp on it
1: blue or red I don't know but anyway I uh, yeah. picked
0: that up what'd you get Pat
1: uh, I don't think I, the only thing I can think of I didn't get a picture put in there so I have it handy is that my Eternals Steelbook arrived okay one. it you know a couple weeks after it debuted on Disney Plus but we still haven't watched it either way so but I have this I have all of the MCU in the you know the Steelbook, the Ford, Steelbook. So, yeah
0: well, I'm really interested to hear your opinion on that yeah. one once you see it. So, can I throw out my? R-
2: I, I've got a one line. Uh, this is my thing. There are really great parts, and then there are really not great parts.
0: Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's that's the simplest. That pretty much explains it. And then yeah, you just yeah. it's like it's like having a uh, you know good versus bad list, and then which wow weighs the the, right. the other. Yeah. You know. So,
1: so yeah. once Patrick anyway. watches that, maybe we can talk about that. Sort of sort of summed up in the steel book itself. It's not a very interesting cover design.
0: It is kind of plain Jane, yeah. But I'm assuming I can't really see at the bottom there, and I haven't seen that steel book that, that everybody is on there. That's why they had to kind of make yeah. it such a small pan or a zoomed out screen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I see. I want everyone on the cover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you need, if you want that, then you need George Perez to be doing it. He can he can get everybody on there, but so that's it
0: uh, as far as non non regular stuff.
1: Yeah, out. I don't think I, I picked up anything else this week. So,
0: so I got um, so I, I got the Avengers Forever, and then I got a bunch of uh, old Marvel Super Action starring the Avengers. Now, this is the question I got for you, and if you, one of them I'm will sure know. But so this isn't just a regular Avengers title. This is Marvel Super Action, completely different, right?
1: Reprint reprints
0: they're reprints of old avengers right okay that's what i figured i figured they would be like classic x-men or whatever
2: i but love those are cool yeah those are great to get because th- you can get those keys you know silver surfer
1: and galactus appearances and all that yeah 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 and those, then another
0: thing i sorry go ahead pat
1: those i i, I love those as a kid you know because that's how we got our reprints was through those yeah you know uh, marvel's greatest comics presents the fantastic four or Marvel Triple Action starring the Avengers. That's how I, I got a lot of, you know, my old comic book history because they were doing those reprints at time. Marvel Tales with Spider-Man. So I have a I have a fond uh, spot for those comics. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I wasn't into, especially like the Avengers, for example, when I started, you know, I was X-Men. So yeah, it was the same way with classic X-Men. When they happen, that's how I got all my old X-Men stories. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong too. I don't even know this specifically, but when were omnibuses introduced and, and trade paperbacks of all these collections? When were those? Did we have those back then?
1: They, they I mean, they started in the '80s, I'd say.
0: Okay. Gaining. So they weren't very really regular to us, but they existed basically. Yeah. So these were kind of on the newsstand, but we'd have to actually track those down.
1: Kind yes. Of thing, right? Exactly. Yep.
0: All right, and then uh, another thing like. Uh, I was talking about I'm gonna just grab all the time now when I see it everywhere is just all the alpha flights, all the old alpha flights. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple of those for and these were two buck ones at uh McCain's like we were talking about. Those were all two bucks. Yeah. And then uh some old X Factors. I got uh two, three, and four. And these are all in pretty oh, nice. good shape. You know, yeah. yeah. My experience with the flea market happened first, so that's when my standards were raised a bit. Right. <laughs> so and then I got two of the same book with different covers. Uh, Savage Spider-Man number one.
2: Oh yeah, My that layer's pretty bad. But those are pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that, imagine... uh, that that series continues the uh, nonstop Spider-Man, from what I understand. Oh, okay. I don't see the correlation, the Savage Spider-Man, but yeah, that's uh, that's where it went.
0: Yeah, why do they why do they even start Savage Spider-Man? Why don't they just consider continue? And not stop the non-stop Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> One of the funniest titles around, non-stop Spider-Man. There were delays and then it stopped. <laughs> it's like...
0: Yep. And then I went crazy on this, which uh, this is my last uh, big item. Well, items. And, and this is funny. I am like a fate speaking to you, kind of God telling me to do thing, kind of guy with, I see signs, you know. So literally, obviously, we we're talking about Judge Dredd. It was it was one of the things that uh, I interrupted late in the episode a couple episodes ago. But how I just saw the Je- Judge Dread action figures, which mm-hmm. then put in my head, you know what? I need to start working on my old Judge Dread stuff too. Which then put in my head, you know what? I don't have any 2000 AD. Oh, I which know 2000 AD number two is the first appearance of Judge Dread. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to get on the two- 2000 AD train. Which these are all, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said these are all. Boom! I got on the two thousand eight E train. I got like fifteen of these or twelve of these, something like that. Nice. Um, and it's funny, they all say two thousand AD. E, no one can see this. Two thousand AD e featuring Judge Dread, wherever it is. Anyway, they all say two thousand AD e featuring Judge Dread, but he's not in. He's obviously he's not in all of them. You know, so that's kind of, I, I get at least what I could find. They aren't in all of them, you know. And these are all British printed, right? These are all printed in England, right? Anybody know?
2: I think it depends. I always thought it was uh, just a strictly English title. Um, and I thought it was imported. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I but yeah, again, I don't know. I was hoping Patrick would be able to correct me on
1: that. I think you know, every so often, some a company out there, a comic company out there, would start reprinting, you know, the British runs. Okay. But there's just so much of it that it, yeah. it's it's hard to juggle and get straight in your head what's what. Well, these are my first. These are from the '90s too. These are '94,
0: '95. So I grabbed all that because all these were fifty cents. So I grabbed, I just
2: grabbed every single one they had. See, yeah, those books were priced right. Right, exactly.
0: I definitely wouldn't have grabbed them all if they were two bucks. Exactly. So, yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that as a segue into something else I wanted to mention. That's a little off topic, uh, but with the British comic book, I just wanted to give a shout out. I don't know whether they're watching today, but uh, hopefully they'll listen if they aren't watching to our good friend, Johnny, who is not with us again today, but I've mentioned over the past few weeks, every time that it's for good reasons, he's not with us. He's got some great life-changing events that are happening that are consuming his time. So he isn't able to be here the whole time. And, uh, his fiance from Britain, that's why I'm using this as a segue, uh, is now in America uh, with her youngest son and her their dog, are in America with Johnny. So, yeah. congratulations to them. I couldn't be happier for them, especially for Johnny. You know, no offense, Kirsty, it's just I've known Johnny longer.
3: Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, but I'm really happy for them and and looking forward to visiting and maybe even having them do a guest spot on the show. Yeah, the I that yeah island you can, is you can talk
1: about some 2000 ad comics
0: right yeah maybe uh kirsty can give me some info <laughs> but island uh is the name of her youngest son and uh he is he's a uh, he's a uh, uh spark plug you know he's just like full of that you know definitely reminds me of like mark and uh you know Valor, so you know, we can get another young boy's perspective if he's interested in, yep. in participating. He's a real outside kid, though. Every time I see him, he's like a big uh, and I'm booked, uh, you know my thoughts are, are failing me. What's the name of that scooter? Scooter, <laughs> he's a big scooter, like trick kid and stuff. So he's he's really he's really cool. But anyway, like I said, I just want to give that shout out. So,
2: yeah. um, sure, awesome.
0: All right, so do we want to move into your top three covers?
2: Yeah, we can do that. Segment, Mike. And actually, oh,
0: I, actually, I'm going to interrupt myself because there's one other thing I have before that that I wanted to mention too. Is So I put the poll, and I think you have mentioned you didn't know where to find this before, Patrick. But when I mentioned this whole poll question thing I'm getting ready to talk about, I mean, if you guys do it, it's great, but I'm getting your feedback on the show. So I'm just talking to the listeners, specifically viewers that, you know, we have a poll and a question on each and every podcast that I post. And, you know, I I do those because I'd really be interested in getting some feedback, especially we're obviously getting feedback from people that are watching the show, but that's a way for us to get feedback from people that are only experiencing the, you know, podcast after the fact
2: these are going to be hitting the shelf this coming Wednesday. What is that? The second, third, third, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Oh wait, no, tomorrow's the 28th. So it'll be the second. Yeah. Second. Sorry. Crossover number 12. This is the B cover and it's, uh, by Martin Simmons. And the thing that's so awesome about this is, uh, I think obviously this is Negan for everybody. That's a walking dead fan and i think this is clementine so that's number three patrick do you vote for that one i did not me neither Uh, did you mike yes there there was a tie for third place and i have Mm -hmm. a completely non-scientific uh non-biased way to come up with who gets it okay what's up I send the three, or it, this like it was a three-way tie. I send the tied covers to my friend who has no interest in comic books whatsoever. And okay. I just say, which one of these do you like best? And that's the one he selected. Do you care if I ask who that is? My, yeah, it's Jesse. Not your okay. wife, Jesse, obviously. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. you're, yeah, you're My yeah. friend from work, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to yeah, guess he's, that. He's the farthest person from
3: comic books. Right, right. <laughs> yep.
2: So next we have at number two, Captain America, Iron Man, number. Help me out. What issue was that? Four.
0: I can't. I can't remember. Yeah,
2: I think it's number four. And as we all know, that's Alex Ross. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yep, it is. I really thought this, this
2: was going to be the number one book though. So, even though I didn't Go vote for, for that, that one, Pat. No, I'm not doing so hot this week. <laughs> oh, you didn't vote for this either, Mike? I did not. No. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I love it though. Yeah. It's great cover. Yep. And finally, um, not surprised at this one, number one. Star Wars High Republic, Eye of the Storm, number two. And this is by Ryan Brown this cover and yeah this one won hands down
0: i'm two for three this week i voted for this one too how about you pat
2: shut (laughs) up!
0: you got a goose egg you got a goose egg.
1: yeah this one i'm not a big fan of the sitting on the throne covers but the one thing i do like about this one is the chain coming out towards the the reader yeah
0: yeah that's cool yep very cool do you vote for this one mike you vote for this one right Uh, no. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We're losing control
2: of the show. I voted for, (laughs) I voted for crossover. I did vote for that one.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I was shaking my head on that one because I think Jesse voted for that one too. Mm. And, uh, I was just like, yeah, this is. To me, that was the obvious number 10. That's basically what it I don't hate it. I just figured that was the obvious number 10. I was like, no one's going to vote. I can't remember which one it was last week, of course. can't remember a week ago. But uh, oh. I saw. I thought the same thing last week about one cover. I was like, there's no way this one's no. going to make it. And uh, and I was right about it, though. It's got zippy uh, votes. So. Well,
2: do you know what number 10 was this week? What? I'm sorry, Patrick. The thing number five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I think I voted for that, didn't I? Nobody voted for that? Patrick. It was definitely in my in my top 4 or 5. I and I, I love
2: Dan Panosian. Um
0: but yeah, I just <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Jesse just chimed in that the wives and the wives and kids are taking yeah. over the top 3. Hey, yeah. I'm still in there. I had a better week than I had last week. <laughs> me and uh, me and me and these two flipped from last week. I only got one last week, so very cool. Those are great covers. I I, I love that segment. That's for sure.
1: I wanted to tell you guys that the reason I, I really liked that Mike, you know, brought this up and started this pick three, is because back in the early '90s, we, you know, this is when my cousins started getting involved in comics and some mutual acquaintances, and we would go to the comic book store. Even though I was already by that time mail ordering my comics, uh-huh. uh, I'd still go with them because I liked seeing the new stuff coming out, and if it was something I was really into. Like that, that was, you know, the 90s boom, and if something was really exciting, I'd buy it off the stands also, you know, in addition to getting a mm-hmm. monthly shipment. And yeah. so so what I'm getting at here is, you know, they, they would take, it was basically the two of them, and they would take their weekly hauls and we would have our, our cover game battle. You know, it's basically like a war type scenario where they put one cover against each other and everybody would vote, winner would stay on, you know, and then they bring up the next challenger. So this this brings back good memories of the uh, the old cover game. <laughs> Very cool. That is a good game. I've uh,
0: yeah, we've done that in different scenarios in the past as well. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever done it with covers before, so that, that might be a good idea for like a special or something. <laughs> An all-time uh, cover special, kind of. Yeah, that. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna write that down right now, Patrick. <laughs> so anyway,
2: for, I need to duck out for a second.
0: Okay. You know, I guess Mike talked about what what he watched already. So I was just going to, he literally mean a second. He's, He's—he is he back? You literally meant a second.
2: Yeah, this is crushing my battery. Oh. (laughs) So I had to plug in right there.
0: Well, I think its if it's literally going to be a second, it doesn't really need to even have to be said. I'm, you know, I'm just saying anyway, but. So I was just gonna basically throw you under the bus and say, well, we know what Mike watched this week, so yeah.
2: Well, I, well, I, uh, yeah, you guys can go, but I do have something that I also. Oh, you got something
0: else? Yeah. Okay. Well, since we kind of started with you anyway, let's get into the what we
2: watched uh, this week segment, and uh, what what else did you watch, Mike? Um, It's this is on Prime, and it's called A Toy Store Near You. It's a little okay. documentary thing. There are three seasons, but Prime only has season one. And it was, uh, let me count them, one, two, three, four, five episodes. And what they do is they visit toy stores. The first two uh, were in the U.S. Uh, one's called Billy Galaxy. And then the other one's called 1313 Mockingbird Lane. That's not their address. <laughs> but, I mean you know, it's all, they're into the, the horror yeah. stuff and, and stuff like that. And then... uh There's two in the UK, and then the last one was in Japan, and it was just fascinating to see the different toys that they sell, uh, the different personalities, Um, and uh, a lot of it was, was for season one, was done right when the lockdown happened, so they talk about how... uh, the lockdown kind of affected their business you know especially yeah. i think one of them they had just recently opened and uh boom there's the lockdown so it's just the struggles that they went through um so that's that's pretty interesting i i would you guys you know you like toys and action figures oh
0: yeah them. i would love that yeah Where, what was this on
2: mike prime amazon prime so i won't get to
0: see that <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say this where there's evidence, uh, Pat, but I can give you a login. I got gotcha. you.
1: <laughs>
0: so, what would you watch this week? Or is that it, Mike? Is that all you have? Yeah,
1: that's it. That's
2: it. Okay. So, what did uh, you watch, Pat?
1: What did I watch? I'll pull it up here. I don't know if Mike watched this also, but you know, it was the mid or the the second part of three parts of the final season of The Walking Dead. Really oh, nice uh i did not you you didn't get to catch it i won't say anything you know there there wasn't really any big spoilers that happened but it it was uh i thought it was a very well done episode it was fairly exciting there was one plot device that was used that you know i'm not gonna i won't go into it here since you haven't seen it mike but i was like you know but you get a lot of that on the walking dead but i'm still i'm i'm there for the long haul you know it's it's almost over and uh We'll see you know and it's also interesting you know being a comic reader to see you know it's they're totally off track from the comics not like of course yeah uh, right. and it's kind of interesting to see where they go with that so yeah i mean you can you can talk on because i'll
2: probably by the time i get around to watching it i'll have forgotten um <laughs> hey. but i i agree with what you're saying you know when you start here and you start diverting by the time you get to the end you the changes you've made here have severe consequences for down the road um especially carl, when you take out main
1: characters yeah carl yeah.
2: is is the biggest one you know how do you right. make that work for the way kirkman wrapped up the, the book right i have my yeah, theories on that so we'll see
0: i bailed on like season six so although i have thought about revisiting it because um i think max is recommending to me because he watched it out he was like oh yeah it's it's back to good again, or something
2: like that. So um, I might revisit it, but I bailed a long time yeah. ago. It got it got good again, and then um, the season prior, uh, there was one episode that it was just it was all about Carol, and <laughs> my wife and I like, okay, just get rid of Carol already. I'm just this is such <coughs> a terrible episode. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I, I don't want to take off Patrick's
1: time. Nah, I mean that's pretty much all I wanted to say about the the walking dead. Uh, okay. Anything else? Uh yeah, I wanted to bring this show up because you know it's currently in its second season and it's it's based off a comic book. It's Resident Alien, oh, okay. sci-fi. It's great. Uh my wife's a big fan too. Uh we're, we're both fans of Alan Tudyk, the star. Uh as a matter of fact, I'm wearing my firefly yeah, shirt today you know he that's I mean, a lot of people might know him from that show where he played wash yeah
3: uh, yeah
1: he does a lot of voice work he was k2so rogue one yeah uh, mm-hmm. king candy on wreck it ralph you know he, he he's great with voice work uh and he's just a funny actor dodgeball he's in dodgeball one of my favorite comedies yeah
3: yeah uh yeah he's, yeah,
0: he's but, great I, i'm gonna check that
1: out yeah, yeah it's it's definitely it, it it in this season they're going into You know, there's it's not just a funny show. They're putting a lot of heart into it. They're starting to really flesh out secondary characters, which you see a lot with shows that, you know, start to catch on and move on to their, you know, second, third season where they, you know, start fleshing out the characters a little bit more. And, and, you know, it's 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 good. It's a good show. I I highly recommend it. So is my wife. (laughs) I definitely will. That's right up my alley. That's for sure. And uh, the only other thing I w- would mention was that last night we finally, since it came to Disney Plus, I, I finally saw Free Guy. So, ah, okay, <laughs> what did you think? It was good. I, I I'm I'm surprised that you know the the you know sort of the main battle at the end there was not spoiled for me. I I hadn't heard anything about what happened there, so right. it, was, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was an awesome part. Yeah, my whole family just lost it when all that happened. I I had to, like, pause it so my daughter could go run around the house screaming for like 10 (laughs) minutes. I'm not even kidding. So,
1: Yeah, that that was a big payoff.
0: payoff. That would have sucked if that would have gotten spoiled for you.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't hear anything about that.
2: Yeah, that's one my kids wanted to watch. We actually went to the movies to see it. Yeah, that was great.
0: So, um, I kind of visited some... uh, so the only new thing I watched this week was I checked out the New Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I guess that's kind of geek related, uh New Texas Chainsaw. I think it's a Netflix original. Sounds and like a
2: horror was, show.
0: Well, I hey, I'm into horror shows, just not comics. He doesn't
2: read horror comics. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm actually the only well, lexi's kind of like a horror. She likes horrors too, but I'm pretty much the only one in my house to watch horrors anymore, which can get kind of lonely with horrors, but um, anyway, I don't know whether you've heard anything about this. Obviously I'm sure most people know, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre by now, which is the first thing I have to say about it. It's like, you know, why, 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 why does this exist? Uh, but, but that's why I watched it. Cause I wanted to see, okay, what does this have to offer me? Why does it exist? And, uh, I, if you've heard any of the ratings on it or anything, I checked it out after I watched it and pretty much seems like the the consensus agrees with me that it's bad. Uh, so don't waste your time. Um it, It's not done very well in general, in my opinion, but it's basically the same old story we've known forever, just with a new kind of youth cast in it. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm still getting that same kind of modern feel from the last one that, you know, Jessica Beale was in or whatever, which I thought was good. I
2: like that one. So I don't,
0: yeah, I don't know why they remade this new one. So I don't recommend it. And then uh, we talked about um, Injustice in a couple of podcasts ago or something about how we were surprised about how they didn't make it like the video game or whatever, but I just decided to check it out and, you know, kind of holds up as a DC cartoon movie. It's, it was good. (laughs) uh, I don't know if I've watched one where actually uh, I think I watched Batman Ninja where I was underwhelmed with that. Uh, the, The visuals are great animation was great but i didn't like the story and kind of how it went and everything did anybody else see batman ninja no, yeah. not yet i didn't really care for that one but aside from that one kind of just all dc animation movies are are good you know so yeah. so i really liked it a lot and pretty much followed the storyline of the video game and the comic if you're if you're familiar with those they did a pretty good job kind of falling in line with that so i liked it and then uh, that caused me to go to Young Justice, just because Young Justice is great. You guys have both seen that, right? Yeah, some. You know, you didn't see any of it, Mike. You no. ever, not even one episode. No, none of it. Oh, it's epic, and I guarantee Mark would love it too. But Young oh, yeah. Justice is great. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, well, there's like four four seasons, I think. So. I have a funny um, story about Texas Chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> the original. <laughs> Uh, The original Toby Hooper movie um, in the '80s. My mother worked at a grocery store. They had a video cassette section, so she brought. Can you bring this home? So she brought it home, and my brother and I watched it. And I told her, I said, "This I didn't. I don't want the edited version because there was no blood, no gore, no nothing." I'm like, I didn't want the edited version. It was years later that I realized that I found out that. That's the way he filmed it, and I always thought it's like, man, that movie had such a reputation for being so yeah. terrifying that I thought it was because more of the visuals, but it's just it's not. Um, so yeah, it's to, the
0: thing with the yeah, good horror movie. You don't need all that, you right? know. So that's my first knock. If they over deliver on that, um, it it seems like a crutch. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're hoping the gore and the violence and all the you know. Stuff like that is yeah. going to get it over the hump of quality. I don't know. You know, something like that. But, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a classic. And, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of that. Which, speaking of my last one, which is uh, Peacemaker. I gave that a shot. Yeah. Uh, kind of against my own. I don't, I don't know exactly what made me start it. But I, I kind of
2: liked it. Which I'm disappointed in myself about. <laughs> 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 well, I was told by the guy at uh, the, uh, the Gainesville store, um, there's a Marine that works there, and he, he said it's his favorite show. And, and he said, you got to watch it. I said, all right. Wow. Um, well, I
0: wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely much better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I I have to watch it alone, you know, definitely because of how vulgar and, uh, you know, violent and all that it is. So, yeah, but it's it's, yeah, it's good. I just that's, you know, just take just take all that stuff I can't watch it alone out, and it still would be good though to me, you
2: know. So anyway. That's yeah, it's tough for the kids that like John Cena. You know, Marcus loves John Cena. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. like, right,
1: buddy, you can't watch it. <laughs> yeah. I heard there's a super big spoiler at the end of that series.
0: You know, actually don't even go that because I I haven't watched the I think it's either just the last episode or the last two episodes, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't know it, but I just turned something. Oh,
0: okay. On. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So I'm in store for it. Which I'll probably get it finished this week. This is uh, I might have one more week of kind of downtime from my regular job, so I can still kind of fit in a lot of stuff. You guys, thirsty? so <laughs> yeah, you, you need a drink. Anyway, <laughs> Go ahead. so I wanted to start a, a another new segment this week that <laughs> my family's down here because they can hear me and they're like, "Oh crap, I forgot about <laughs> not keeping the dog down." I wanted to start a new one and kind of have Pat kind of running the show on a new segment with the uh, with uh, the here's the name of it just you a working title you can come up with whatever you want to call it, Pat but uh Pat's collectibles on the horizon how about that is that too bad I can work with that yeah okay I have something to say before you start though yeah I I gave you a couple suggestions nice. at the beginning of the show right And then you're like, with that one cover, you're like, I don't really like this whole throne kind of look, you know, and everything. (laughs) And literally everything I shared with you was thrones. I thought that was pretty ironic when you first mentioned that. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Matt or Pat, uh, take it away.
1: Okay. So what I would say, you know, what kind of what I was thinking with, you know, talking about toys and collectibles is, you know, it's, it's kind of tough. You know, the the, comics come out on a fairly regimented schedule. You know, you always have your Wednesday drops, but the the toy industry and because of, you know, delays, current shipping delays and things like that, it's hard to nail down when stuff's going to show up. It's also a regional thing. Things sort of work their way across the country. They hit the West Coast first and eventually they make it over to the East Coast. So it's hard to say exactly what and when, you know, dead on when things are going to you're going to find things in the stores. So I kind of would want to attack this sort of like, you know, here's some things that are hitting now that have shown up. There's been sightings and maybe some, you know, new announcements for the week, which which works well with what Kevin was talking about at the beginning with. He picked out a few things that were hitting. So, you know, and unfortunately, we're also at a bad time of year. This is typically when Toy Fair would be going on and Toy Fair has been canceled the past two years. So most of the companies are showing their new things online, uh, which is how a typical collector gets it anyway because they're not going yeah. to the fair. Uh, right. But now yeah. we're getting you know much better photography, and it's not cell phone pics of people in the convention floor. So right. it's 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 good and bad. Uh, but so I guess I would start uh, with, and I and I kind of you, know, you know it's also hard. There's there's so much. So I kind of yeah, start yeah. with comic related things this week. Which also helped with what kevin recommended you know we talked about dr strange last week so the marvel legends multiverse of madness wave has been cited this week it's popping up at targets
3: okay Uh,
1: and in generally what happens with you know if you're not familiar with marvel legends by hasbro uh they put out an assortment of figures you see in the background there uh a lot some of them are tied to the movie some of them are just sort of tangentially uh, Dr. Strange related and they generally do a build a figure which is the that character with the blue uh, the green ox looking dude there in the middle Rintraw. Uh-huh. I'm not familiar with that character. I think he might be in the yeah. movie. Um but they they generally do a bigger build a figure where a piece of the character comes with each individual figure and you have to buy the whole wave to assemble this build a figure. And Rintra is the uh build a figure for this wave uh, I think cool. you know that there's two Doctor Stranges a Wong uh a Mordu and the rest of them well America Chavez I guess she's in the movie but then Sleepwalker and Despair are based on their comic book looks in this wave mm-hmm. so yeah those those are hitting this week um in Marvel Legends announcements they announced this wave which is the controller wave uh with a lot you know that this is an all comic book based wave and you see a lot of updated looks there such as Thor that looks like based off the current comic um Speedball, Iron Man, US Agent, Blue Marvel, Quake and Viper is that Viper um and again same deal here a piece of the controller comes with each individual one you have to buy the whole wave to assemble the controller uh so yeah there's a lot of I think there's a lot of first-time figures in this wave, like Quake and Blue Marvel. Um, I'm, I'm not real excited. I, I I like that Thor costume, but I'm not real thrilled with the head sculpt. I don't like no, the yeah. hairline. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look very good.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah relative to the comics, especially. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you think it looks good, you think it looks good, but
1: right, and a lot it, of times a lot of times Marvel Legends these days will come with swap out heads, but this one does not have one. Um, okay. Um So I think that, you know, that's, and, and to, to go along and to touch on this briefly, you know, we have, uh, Marvel gets the Marvel Legends treatment by Hasbro. Star Wars has the Black Series. Power Rangers get the Lightning Collection. There's G.I. Joe Classified. That's all across their six-inch lines. Um okay. Basically, you know, same type of, Tooling, same type of accessories, um, but they you know they have so many different licenses. Uh, but I wanted to concentrate on comics this week, I guess. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll, we can, we can touch on you know the Star Wars and other things on down the line. I wanted to show since I, I talked to Kevin a few weeks back about Jada Toys had their new Batmobile uh, from the this. Batman movie. There was uh, an exclusive through their shop that had some light up features, but this is the general release, and it's been spotted hitting stores. I know, Kevin, you're a big fan of this line. You're trying to collect all the Batmobiles.
0: Yeah, as soon as I see this, I'll, I'll grab it. As soon as I see one, and I'm in Target probably two or three times. I've got, I've got all those except uh, Batman 66. Okay. Uh, I know, I know that's kind of out of bounds, but Batman 66 is. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the. Batmobile there, so you
1: know that's the okay. one I haven't grabbed. I think they're they're really well done, you know. Yeah, I, I don't awesome. have. Yeah, I don't have any myself, but I, I I I like them. I think they're really nice looking. You know, I think that was really all I had, but then I you know Kevin had thrown in a few things, uh which I'll pop up here from McFarland. Uh, I
0: thought this one was very cool. That's why you know, obviously, that's why I wanted. <laughs> I suggested it. I it, think I, you know I like the
1: character haunt. I, I don't know. Yeah is his lower half of his face supposed to be exposed like that? I don't read, you know, I don't, from what I've
0: read, I've never seen it that way. So I didn't know what was going on there, but I haven't read a lot of the stuff he's in. So I don't know if that's kind of the deal sometimes, or maybe that's, I did actually just read, the the panel of um i think it's in uh, king spawn that the throne which you you're probably going to show here in a minute the throne statue action figure he's got is on that page so maybe this is from uh something that's coming with his mask being or partially his face being re- revealed Could be. uh, huh?
1: you know yeah yeah uh i wasn't haunt was created by kirkman and mcfarland correct is that correct yeah i believe so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm not very familiar with him myself. I think I bought a few issues, but I think it kind of petered out on me. I, I didn't continue following it, but it, he's visually, he's a cool character.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely.
1: Translates well into action figure form. So,
0: yeah. And I, uh, from the minimal I've read of him again, I just haven't read that much. He's, he's like black and white because good and evil he's, you know, he was kind of brought to life. The good powers
1: and the bad powers brought him to life or something like that you know okay. so he's got a little bit of he's got a little bit of both just basically what the deal is with him you know? okay and another mcfarland item you had put up speaking yeah. of people on thrones this yeah exactly so this sort of falls into the the todd mcfarland camp i'm in where it looks like a great great sculpt it, it looks awesome but you know how much of an action figure really is he right <laughs> in, in, in fact I, I saw someone someone I saw this posted somewhere else and somebody brought it up you know he comes he can be removed from his throne but the biggest point of contention on this figure is when you take him out of the throne and stand him in a normal standing position he only has half a cape. The cape portion that you can see. So it's kind of odd. Oh,
0: wow. But yeah, actually, the- Todd was talking about that in this video that they oh, did really? that intentionally. Well, he, they, he said they did it intentionally. So it looks like his cape is going underneath him while he's sitting in the throne. But yeah, I didn't even think of that aspect. If he's considered an action figure when you stand him up, what does that look like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: That, I mean, that's the McFarlane conundrum. They look great, yeah. but you know, action figure i don't know but it, this is yeah, you know, right it looks, there's no action right <laughs> right <laughs> right but it, it it certainly i mean McFarland is known for sculpting you know and it looks yeah. it looks great i, I like yeah, it a it lot sucks. so i think the last thing you put up which i've seen so much boba fett you know product out there i'm not sure yeah. uh it's a, okay okay says so general giant yeah, i don't yeah. know if this is this a statue you think kevin yeah
0: yeah, it's definitely okay. just a statue. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like three hundred bucks. You know, it's, okay.
1: You know, I General, don't
0: know, how many pieces it is? Or whatever. Yeah,
1: so General Giant. I mean, they're they're known for you know, they're uh, they're their scanning. They they do like real scans of props and costumes and actors. Uh, this I mean, this certainly you know looks up to their standards. It looks great.
0: Yeah, you yeah. it was very odd when I was just looking at this stuff this week that I came across you know a few thrones that's why i was like you know what thrones that'd be a good effort. and then sure enough the first thing you mentioned is that you're not a throne yeah guy. i don't like thrones <laughs>
1: yeah. anyway on, on comic book covers it seems like one of those overdone tropes but uh yeah yeah. Gotcha. yeah 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 so yeah like uh i think that you know that pretty much wraps up anything i have i didn't want to keep i didn't want to go too long but if you know if anybody out there watching listening has anything they want cover talked about you know just just shot it out there and we'll try to to cover it well i thought that was great especially for a first
0: shot i think every every single time anybody does anything with this podcast it just gets better in the subsequent <laughs> right. times right so that was great yeah. i think there, there's yeah. your collectibles
1: I- on the horizon folks
0: nice and you like that title does that work well that works yeah. for it now basically uh, i
1: have to go back and write it down because i can't remember exactly how what you said there <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that pretty much uh, brings us into uh, what might be our last topic, which is what we read
2: this week. Saga. Issue 55 and 56. I read both of these back-to-back, and uh, fantastic. The story picks up three years Mm. after uh, Mm. 54, and I'm not going to talk anything. I'm going to try to stay away from specifics because – uh, you know there might be a lot of people that are jumping on with this coming back out it was 42 months between issue 54 and issue 5 that's three and a half years uh, so hopefully some people that hadn't been reading it are jumping back on board so uh, anyway w- one of the few keys here issue that 55 is a double issue 44 pages still 299. Um, so they're staying at that price, which I think is great. Uh, and this, this is a lot of creator integrity here. Everything is done by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Um, she does the painted covers. She letters the Hazel uh, narration uh, herself throughout the book. And uh, one thing I thought was great, the way this issue 55 started out, was Hazel saying, this is how an idea survives. It grows and it changes often far beyond the intentions of its creators. Um, I think that's a great thing. I think right there, it's Hazel talking, but I think it's Brian K. Vaughn also talking. Right, about most definitely. Where Saga yeah. is, um, it, it's just fantastic because they may have never thought that it would get to this point, that it would ever become popular or grow like it did. I read those two, they're great. Go check them out. I don't want to say too much because there's a lot that happened three and a half years ago. <laughs> 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 and this just kind of picks up um so the next one i read this is the cover it's a variant cover because i didn't like the a cover uh Mm -hmm. this is life zero and this is how awesome the artwork is okay um and it's uh stefano vietti is the writer and marco chichetto is the artist and patrick you recognize him from daredevil and other things. Um, so, H- H- Chichetto being on the book is what drew me to it. I opened it up. It's a zombie book, <laughs> so I'm right there. And this is about a captain that is in a jail, and you know, there's a fog. The zombie apocalypse happens. So there are, I-, I think, they're military, kind of coming in on helicopters to rescue him from this jail. And it's kind of a funny thing, you know. All those anybody, you know, zombie apocalypse, and you're in jail. How do you get out? You're just stuck in that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's issue one. And uh, I like that one. And lastly, we'll throw in um, reading... Something is Killing the Children. I'm finally reading my trade. Uh, I've read the first three issues. And uh, this is just uh, one of the covers that's in the background there. Um, uh, is that- uh Go ahead. Is that the... <laughs> You know, I just talked to
0: you about this last week. Is that what's killing the children?
2: Yeah, it's funny. You said, hey, okay. do we know what's killing the children? We actually find out in issue one. I think I told you issue two. It was actually in issue one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's it. And Erica Slaughter is the, uh, the... Is this
0: the first time it's been on the cover?
2: Um, I think I think that was the first time it was on the cover.
0: Um, that's even funnier timing that I would ask. Do we know what's killing the children? And Then the next one, it's on the cover.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think it's that creature is pretty
0: cool. Yeah. yeah,
2: and it's great character design. Erica Slaughter with, with her her you know blonde hair over her eye, and then that mask is just so striking. Um, yeah, it's a can't miss. It it sure is. And uh, and the story, it's the book is well worth the hype. It's really
1: good. So
2: I need to I go, um, out on that. I, a- I
1: I gotta get back. on I gotta some way. You know i was kind of waiting for like a collection you know a, a nice hardcover collection but those are out but they're really expensive i know really would expensive.
0: uh would this be considered more of a horror or sci-fi or kind of sci-fi horror what,
2: what's what do you think it's horror but it's not it's not you know over the top horror. you know you've got this this, this monster out there and i also feel like stranger things yeah yeah i would i would align it to that um and i, I from what i gather i think only children can see the monster as well. Ah, so okay. that throws another... Uh, and that, um, that's what I got out of three issues. It, it may change, but that's what I'm picking up. Right, right. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what I've read.
0: Okay. What would you read this week, Pat?
1: Uh, let's see here.
0: Hey, and I just want to call out Tyler right now. The only reason he didn't want to be in today's podcast is because he didn't read anything
2: this week. <laughs> uh, that's weak. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I I showed up... For a month, having not watched my promised episodes of The Book of, yeah. of I mean, I'm just
0: sad I only get to play that audio that one time.
2: <laughs> you can play it every time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's weak, Tyler. Come on, man up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. I don't know what he's got going on. He just said he, he wants to do every other week is what he's talking about. I'm like, whenever you can, you know, it's fine. But anyway, Pat, I'm sorry to interrupt.
1: Go. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's my little of reading i read uh, you know a big chunk of spider-man this week. We i'm all caught up that's a good idea too to have them all to kind of together like that you know this this whole beyond storyline in spider-man this has been riley taking over as spider-man which you know you already know there's a new spider-man number one coming out They're they're bailing on this i, I thought this would be at least a year-long you know story
3: uh-huh. and
1: apparently not they're already bailing on it um and it's been hit or miss because not because of ben riley being spider-man i don't mind that i mean uh you, you can shake things up every once in a while but it i think the 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 part about this that i don't like is the rotating writers um they just don't seem to mesh uh especially the, the this first two issues i believe here were done by a writer named cody Ziegler, and i don't like him he he is not a good writer in my opinion i think he comes from a television background uh he works a lot i think he worked on rick and morty uh and some other animation shows and i think he's more he's he, he's more of a humorous a more humorous bent to his writing but it i just don't think he's a great comic book writer uh it, it's funny it it pulled me right out of it right away in this his first issue with Doc Ock there on the cover where, you know, he ha- it within the first half of the book, he had Ben Riley, you know, saying oof three times, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just pulls, pulls you out. And, um, uh, no, I will say that these two issues were drawn by Paco Medina, who was an artist that I, I had really liked in the past, um, you know, but I think, and I, I, am gonna chalk it up to him going all digital. There's just something about, you know, his work recently that seems looser and not as well defined and detailed. It's you can still see Paco Medina there, but I, I just, I'm just not enjoying it like I have in the past. I, his style mm-hmm. is uh, sort of degressing for me, um, but the. You know, two of these issues were written by Jeb Wells, and I think he gets Spider-Man. Those issues were fine, and there was a an issue in between where I found a little backer. This this, this all ties. This will tie together. We talk about this after the uh, our weekly reading spot here. But the artist um, on the next to last issue there, the with Cap holding the Spider-Man outfit, which was sort of the first time we got to catch up with Peter Parker. In, in a while uh, to see how he's doing. He's he, he's been off the he's been on the bench. He injured, and he's trying to get back into the game. Um, but this issue was drawn by Carlos Gomez, you know. And I'm seeing his cap throughout the book, and I'm like, you know, that cap, you know, is sort of uh, familiar looking. And it finally, you know, finally hit a bell in my head, and I tied it together with the mystery. Marvel merchandising licensing artist that Kevin had been talking about in the previous weeks. I'm Hallelujah. Sure. Yeah, I looked them, I looked him up on social media and sure enough, yeah, that that was him. I could tell, you know, it was his cap that did it for me. I could just tell certain elements of his of Cap's face and things, and it just yeah, it had to be him. And it turned out it was. So we we solved that mystery and we talk about that a little bit later.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> but Uh, Overall, you know, the the overall story arc here happening in Spider-Man, I don't think is terrible. Uh, It's just the choppiness of going back and forth from writer to writer. I know they all, you know, they're they're conglomerating and working on this overall story together, but it just comes across as choppy at times. Excuse me. Okay, so moving away from Spider-Man, she helped number one. Okay, so we know Mike did not like this book <laughs> at all. I did not think it was horrible. Let us start off with the cover. You know the, these Jen Bartel covers, which apparently nobody liked but me for the cover. Pick three this week. I think she's doing. Uh, was there Was there one in this week, Mike? I can't remember. I think it was last week actually. What or was it? Was it? Last was it?
2: Yeah. Um. Let me think. Yeah, it was. It was week.
1: definitely. It was
0: definitely on no, my no, radar.
1: It, no, it was this two. week. Is this week? okay? yeah i thought so I thought she, it was definitely
0: it was definitely on my radar it, it looked def, yeah, like you said they look
1: nice she's yeah. doing a great job unfortunately she's not the interior artist <laughs> uh, who who is drawing this book roger antonio who i'm not familiar with i don't believe uh he start he sort of has like a stewart eminent Emin, Emin look to him but it, he's not stewart um uh the writing i thought was okay so Basically I think I have to give it a little bit of leeway because you know you're it's it's a setup book. You're trying to find out where, you know, uh, Jen Walters is at at this period of time in her life. It's it I, you know there's a lot of setup that has to be done. The bad thing is they wasted a lot of this book over an extended fight scene between She-Hulk and Titania which not only was it overly convenient that this fight was set up and happened but it just it went on forever you know um but i'm here for the she hulk as a character uh see where i'll you know i'll give it some issues uh before i decide to bail Be- mainly because the jen walters parts were okay i you know janet van dyne was also in the book which i liked that they brought her in and then there was a reveal at the end of a, I don't know if, if we want to spoil it here, but it was a, Is a. it was a, it's a, a character, an Avenger that died years ago. And I'm kind of a fan of him. And so I'm interested to see where it goes. Maybe that's another discussion
0: we need to have with uh, spoilers and comics. We voted two weeks on shows. What did we vote on movies? Did a, month, we vote?
1: a month? Two months? Month, so. probably.
0: Yeah, let's just go with the month on movies uh what about uh comics
2: well i'm going three and a half years on saga <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's say let's say a month after the month that came out you know so let's go there yeah maybe when the issue
2: when the next issue's out and issue two's right now so i would say it's probably safe to talk about issue one when issue two comes out in three days okay <laughs>
0: I'm going to disagree with that. And we're going to have to vote. And there's three of us because I'm going to say the spoiler allowance comes out after issue two is out. Oh, okay.
2: We don't need to vote. I can go with that. So you vote for me.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Okay.
0: Anyway, (laughs) so good call. Not spoiling whoever came back.
1: Yeah. For all the millions of new She-Hulk fans out there that probably don't even know who this character is. (laughs) that could be too yeah and and again i think one of the reasons they're doing this is because of the disney plus show coming out they're kind of resetting she-alk yeah uh i mean they don't always mesh entirely but they certainly they kind of you know they want to put aspects out there on the table that ring a bell with readers versus viewers so i think that's why they're doing this book so so yeah i mean certainly didn't hate it like mike did uh, the covers are definitely gonna help me continue to buy until I finally decide one way or the other. But yeah, that's where All I'm right. at with She-Hulk. And uh, the last book I read was Saga 55. Um, uh, and it, you know, Obviously I'm not gonna go into big spoilers either. Like Mike, um, I, I, I wanted to ask Mike, did you have any idea who, besides Hazel, who the characters were on this cover? No, I, well, Alana, I recognize her. I, I had no, I I didn't think that, I didn't know that was her. okay. Yeah. So that was, that was also, and and they did a lot of things in this book. You know, like you said, you know, it was sort of Brian K. Vaughn sort of giving voice to himself. There were a lot of things in this issue that sort of, you know, sort of, you know, not, not an inside joke, but sort of inside baseball where they, they, you know it, when they first introduce the character to Alana's left there you know it's a, it, they have someone say you know who the heck's this guy you know just like the readers are saying who the heck is this guy you know and
3: uh, there was
1: there was a, there was a couple instances of that in this book uh just, they jumped right back into the oral saga it's just shocking as ever that's for sure
2: yeah when alana yeah when you first get to alana you're just like okay there we go
1: and and, and also i i kind of <laughs> feel like that was another call back to you know issue one uh-huh. you know because that caused a lot of you know sort of shock waves, you know yeah
2: and it's funny because i i wonder when fiona is reading the script and you know when she's going okay i need to draw this and What's going through her mind obviously she draws it she's really good at it um and the, the character designs are all hers um so i just wonder uh you know what goes through her mind if she gets a gig a lot of it and stuff and that's one thing you know i, I met brian a few years ago and if i get a chance to meet him again that's definitely a question i'm going to ask him because i don't i don't know i don't think fiona does too many uh as many shows as brian but Uh, that's definitely the first question i'm asking him what's her response (laughs) brian are you serious (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be ready
1: to draw anything that's for sure yeah yeah but it's good yeah good to be back in that world yep
0: so that was a good uh good
2: list of books we kicked some butt this week so actually start i've read more but yeah i don't it's like holy cow yeah It's it's a great motivator
1: it was easy yeah. to get on that spider-man role you know just one after another just getting through them yeah. so yeah 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 so
0: all right so i guess it's time for a recap so how are we doing this mike we, we taking turns Is that what we're doing you, you got the rain <laughs> what are you doing
2: uh, if i only had a reminder i completely forgot you didn't take i uh, I, didn't I know you. oh you did <laughs> No, I didn't take notes. I, I remember oh, that. I thought one. you I were joking. I thought you were saying ah.
0: you were joking about you didn't. Oh. Okay, so then let's just take turns. I'll go first. Okay.
2: okay. You go first.
0: Don't just don't buy books that are trash. Okay. Just leave them in the trash. You'll find them again later when they're not trash.
2: Mike? That's good. That's good. Thrones are not good.
3: <laughs> you stole Patrick's. So... <laughs> Not good um, oh wait
2: i have another one it's always best to go second instead of third <laughs> <laughs> and uh i sure miss johnny <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: good so too yeah i'll stop
2: i'll stop there i don't want to take any more from
1: patrick patrick yeah. you got me No, that i was just gonna basically say You know, in in the Game of Thrones, I sit on my throne and give covers with thrones. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: Uh, So, and then the other thing is just that Mike's Saturday short show is is good and so is Patrick's uh, Toys on the Horizon. So, uh, on that note, I just want to also throw out a reminder about all of the shows so we've got the live stream obviously uh at one-ish every Sunday and then on Thursdays another live stream seven-ish and then Mike's I'll change that to where it says Saturday short show later Yep. but uh Mike's Saturday short show that'll be uh out on Saturdays and I guess sometimes it might be live sometimes it might be pre-recorded
2: that that'll yep. kind of vary right yeah, and I would say 10-ish instead of eight
0: ish. <laughs> okay, tennis, okay. And then uh, and then I'll I'll do my best and I'm getting better at it, so I should be able to accomplish it that I'll get the live stream into an edited podcast form the subsequent days. So Sundays will be out Monday and then Thursdays will be out Friday. That's the one I've been failing the most on because of various reasons. So but I'll get on top of it. So I think that'll do
2: it. Um, I just found, I just read this right before the show started. Uh, oh. Marvel is doing a Mandalorian uh, miniseries, eight issues. Each issue is going to be one episode of the Mandalorian TV show. Hmm. Oh, wow. When does, that, when does that start coming out? Yep. <laughs> 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 I think uh, May May or June. Yeah. So we got a bet to get it pre ordered. Right. Was it in this
0: month's previews? No. I didn't see no, it. not yet. <clears throat> okay. So it'll probably be in next month if it comes out in May, right?
2: Yeah, I'll put something up on the Excel page. Okay, cool. Okay.
0: So that'll do it. Great job, guys. Yeah, well done. And uh, on that note, uh, don't forget that reading a great story is fun and appreciating great art is awesome. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Sell her out.